Greetings, members and friends of the Chinese Language Division at the American Translators Association, and welcome to another wonderful episode of the ATA CLD podcast. Online presence for freelance interpreters and translators, like a lot of us are, is becoming an increasingly important aspect of our business practice. Even before the pandemic happened,、uh, when the rapid shift of online working model was accelerated, we were all aware of the importance of keeping an active online presence,、uh, one way or the other, whether it be. Uh, being engaging with colleagues and peers on the various social media platforms such as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and so on,、uh, so on, so forth.、Um, also, by having a website. Well, of course, there isn't just one way or a fixed model to create and maintain our online presence because we all work a little bit differently. However, the general consensus is that having that online presence is in our best interest, and it is beneficial. Like I mentioned a second ago, the online world is vast, and there are many ways to approach it. But just for our conversation today, we'll focus on one aspect of that virtual realm, and that's our website. I would be preaching to the choir here if I take you,、uh, our listeners, on a journey of why having a website is beneficial. But I wouldn't be surprised if many of you,、uh, myself included, who are、uh, fully aware of the benefits of having a website and yet not have one, or haven't come around to constructing it. I took some time and tried to figure out the reasons for the gap between the awareness and the action, through talking to some of my colleagues and reflecting on my own thoughts. I concluded that, knowing the importance of having a website, we envision that website to be "quote unquote" perfect. Many ideas on content layout, visual presentations,、uh, media files to include on the website are just rushing to our mind to the point that it is so overwhelming that it's difficult to even get started. And in addition, when we spend the majority of our day actively preparing and working on an assignment, it doesn't matter if it's interpreting or translation. Our focus is further shifted away from building that website. It is almost like we're giving ourselves an excuse not to mess with the website. It is as if we're saying to ourselves that. Well, it is not that a website isn't important. It is not that it's a waste of time. But I am just too busy right now with clients, with work, and other stuff in life. So I will get to it when I have more time later on. And plus, some may even think that I have been in the business for quite some time, and I didn't get my clients through online channels, and I seem to be doing okay.、Um, so, not having the website immediately isn't going to really harm me in any substantial way. So, there really isn't、uh, any urgent need to get to building the website. Well, of course, there are many. Uh, situations and reasons why our will of having a website hasn't resulted in the action of building the website, but for whatever that reason, 
you know, or whatever that reason may be, I'm hoping today's episode could be a catalyst for you to really get started on that website. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in our idea of how something should be that we forget the simple truth. And that truth is to have a website, no matter how simple it is, is better than not have a website at all. So without further ado, let's spur forward the website building horse. With us today is our very own Zoe Qian. Zoe is a conference interpreter and an ATA certified translator, specializing in climate-related issues, international relations, trade, and commerce. Based in Northern California, Zoe has provided services to various United Nations agencies, nonprofit organizations, and private companies. Zoe has three working languages, and they're Chinese, English, and German. Hello, Zoe. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast and welcome. Hi, Jesse. Thank you so much for inviting me. I love listening to podcasts and I really want to be on one. And this is my first time. Hello to all the listeners. Very good. Thank you so much, Zoe. So, Thank you so much. My first question is, what made you start your own website? Well, my answer is actually nothing revolutionary. So I decided to be a freelance conference interpreter and translator straight after graduation. And one of my professors, Professor Michael Schubert, told me that I need a website as a freelancer. When I say freelancer, I think I mean um, a solopreneur. We are business owners, and I believe a serious business needs online presence. And also at that time, I was just starting out. I didn't really have any clients, which means that I had enough time to build my website. And I don't think it really runs counter to uh, trying to find new clients because that's how you can um, build your online presence, build trust, and then find future clients. That is very true. It's probably just won't be the first thing a lot of people think of, but I completely agree with you that it's almost a chicken and an egg, right? Because you have to start somewhere to make yourself known and people can start coming to you. Um, I'm very much impressed by the design of your website. It is simple, yet It offers plenty of information about you as a professional for the site visitors to know. Um, It is not visually busy uh, to a point where people get overwhelmed that they just don't want to keep browsing or keep reading through what you have to say. So I think really you strike the perfect balance between um, having essential information without it being too visually crowded. How did you come up with that design? Did you have a basic idea in mind of what you want your website to look like? So I looked at some websites from colleagues and I tried to draw inspiration from their websites. And another thing is that I used a template to build my website. So to be honest, I didn't really design it from scratch, but I did know all the information that I need to put on my website. So it's really just very simple design with 
some basic information about me and the information that a client should know. Do you have any um, specific suggestion as to people who want to do the website? Like, how can they start?、Uh, how did you get started? Right. So to have a website, the first thing you need is to have a domain, and I th- I think that's really one of the most important steps. You need to find a really simple but memorable name for your website or your domain, and you should definitely get it first because if that domain is registered by someone else, you can't get it, or you need to pay a very A high price for it,、mm-hmm, right. and I think you should definitely get a second or third opinion on your chosen domain name to see if that really—I wouldn't say impress a client, but if that's something that it's easy to pronounce,、um, it's easy to spell, and it's easy to remember. Right, I get it. So you want the client to take a look at it and understand what your business is. You don't want、yes. them to really guess, but you want them to know right off the top that you are a conference interpreter or a translator or both.、Um, you know who offer language services. Yeah. So my domain name is Zoe Lingo. So that has my name in it, and Lingo that implies something related to language services. Very good. And I、yes. think that's quite. Quite simple and easy to spell. Yes, yes. And then, since your website, how long has it been since you had your website up? So my website was up in August last year. Okay. Yeah. So it's a little bit about almost six months. Yeah, about half a year. Have you seen any, say, results of having such website?、Uh, is it bringing you business? Is it bringing you potential leads? Is it、uh, giving you the exposure or the marketing、uh, that you were hoping to get when you built the website? I think there are several aspects to it. When it comes to clients, I do think that a website can bring trust. So at ATA sixty two, I was approached by by someone who I didn't know. I was at the ATA conference in person, but that client、uh, attended online, I believe, and she approached me and gave me an assignment. So I was wondering why did she choose me? Because there were so many Chinese translators who put their profiles on the、um, the ATA sixty two portal, and she picked me. So. I was thinking that one of the reasons might be because I put my website up there.、Mm-hmm. If I were to put myself in the shoes of a buyer, I am more likely to trust someone who has a website.、Mm-hmm. When I when I try to pick a cello teacher, I will definitely go for someone who has a website set up. Another thing is that、um, a website might work better than a CV. When you're trying to send an email to say an agency or a lead, because with just one click, the client will be able to see all the necessary information about you, and there's the the layout is simply better,、mm-hmm. and you can definitely put more information on your website as compared to on your CV.
Mm-hmm. And also, when I build my website, I do have the client in mind. So my website is speaking directly to the client. The tone is quite different. Well, CV is quite cold. It's quite impersonal. So I'd argue that a website definitely has a personal touch to it. That's a very good point. Yes, and I think when you are、uh, presenting yourself in the form of a CV, you are always presenting yourself as the job seeker,、yeah. uh, which I think the dynamic is a bit different when you are presenting yourself on the website. On the website, it's sort of just I'm putting myself out there. If I'm the person you're looking for, here I am. So yes, I do see how the dynamics are different, and then that might even put you in the better position when it comes to negotiating terms of a potential. Yeah, I. I do think so, yeah. And there's also a technical aspect to it. If you only have your profile on LinkedIn, what if LinkedIn is dull, like what Facebook did last、mm-hmm. year?、Mm-hmm. And、right. lots of business who only had presence on Facebook could not operate.、Mm-hmm. But your website is yours. It's really your little piece of land、mm-hmm. in the virtual world. So you're not relying on any platform. So, like your business will always be there, and your business will still be found if any major platform is down. That is true. To be independent of all the other servers, or maybe all the other big media platforms. Yeah, exactly. Okay. How long? Or I'm sure you know this is you have not finished building as it's a process of constant updating as you、yeah. have more、uh, experiences and then you need to constantly update the content on the website. But just from the start to finish, where you put the website online, how long、yeah. uh, did that take you? Of course, I wasn't working on it eight hours a day, right? Five days, no, <laughs> certainly not. So I chose a server, a platform to host my website, and I chose the design. And then I was like tinkering around the、uh, the platform to learn more about it. Okay, because you need to know which button to press to、right. um, add a page or add a box. And then I moved on to writing the copy, the web copy.、Mm-hmm. That will take you some time, yeah, because you need to think through the words. And because we are wordsmiths,、yeah. so really words matter. And then the next step would be to put、um, the copy onto the website. That takes a bit of time. You need、mm-hmm. to arrange it. Yeah, the last step was to fine tune everything for me. Okay. Yeah, and that was a、um, that was definitely a steep learning curve. I'd say, yeah. So it took me about a week to get everything up and running.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you are really busy, you can find someone to help you build the website.、Mm-hmm. That works as well. But the thing is, if you have someone else to build a website for you, then when you want to update it,、um, it's a bit troublesome. Right, yeah, right. If you can build it yourself, then you can update it anytime you want. Yeah. Well, very good. Thank you so much, Zoe, for your time and for sharing this with us. And for our listeners, I strongly encourage you to check out Zoe's website at www. zoelingo. com, and that's z o e l i n g o. com.
Although Zoe is not taking much credit for the design, she did pick a theme or a template rather to reflect the essential information in a very simple yet classy and organized way. Her website has served as a guide for me.、Uh, whenever I get frustrated or overwhelmed when making my own website, I just visit her site and get reminded of how. Less is more, and you really don't need a whole lot of words to express your value as a professional. Go check it out, and you will know what I'm talking about. So, friends and colleagues, I hope you have enjoyed listening to the chat Zoe and I had. While you will soon be getting busy with some real website building actions, I hope <laughs> Zoe and I shall log off. And till next time. Bye.